Yo, 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 welcome to the Trio Middle Nurse Podcast. Introducing first, Beanie Pirate. What's up? My man, Brave in the Bowl. What's good, y'all? And your boy, Out of Animal. Here on this podcast, we talk about pop culture, life stories, fun conversation, and we might have some special guests. We're Trio Nato Nerds, and we're here to say, Excelsior. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? We are back, and there's only two of us here today because Albert couldn't make it. Because we're doing a new special thing. We'll review different movies that came out in the last couple in the last month. Month? Month and a half? Yeah, month and yeah. a half. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna be doing a three review. We're doing Blue Beetle, Oppenheimer, and Barbie. So let's start off with uh let's start off with the, the sad one, Oppenheimer. <laughs> uh so if y'all don't know what Oppenheimer is. It is the true story on Oppenheimer um, and what he went through uh, making the bomb, the two bombs, atomic bombs, uh, and his his journey on doing that and stuff that he went through um, and how he did it. It's it's visually is amazing movie, like straight up that movie. It looks gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. I think that this is probably one of it's one of his best, uh, Christopher Nolan's best, I feel mm-hmm. like. Um definitely, especially with the how uh Robert J. Oppenheimer when even in the beginning you feel it, um, like when he's looking at like atoms splitting and stuff like that in his mind, he mm-hmm. he's doing those daydreaming and stuff like that. He's thinking about that like i thought that that was probably one of the most uh visceral experiences <laughs> like to to uh to see to be there for you know yeah. like that was that was good those uh visual moments and even the the explosion the test yeah that that uh, dude were you in <laughs> what 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 uh what theater was you in like I wasn't a normal one. I didn't see an IMAX one. Oh, I know. I wanted to, but we didn't. And I even the, the theater we went to had a big screen. Like it was like just underneath a IMAX film. Man, yeah, I was there for that seventy millimeter. I was like, when they extended the time for it, I'm mm-hmm. like, I know Tom Cruise is pissed. Um, but <laughs> but I gotta say, if I was tired. Like after just getting off of work, if I was tired and I was about to doze off, mm-hmm. that explosion woke me up. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that jump was great. Uh, my take from that movie though was I seen it out of curiosity because I know when they were in Mexico New Mexico working on the bomb, that that place is still destroyed. Like it's it has not recovered yet. In America's, you know, they always try to cover that up, and it's they still working out there. Like it's still a working area. Um, but I, I do like that it doesn't glorify what he did. The movie it shows like this man, he did something out of curiosity. He made the bomb of all bombs. Yep. Um, and he did it first. He he was the one that did this, but. He did it out of curiosity. And it wasn't something like he he felt the pain throughout the whole entire movie. Like he realized, damn, I made something that can destroy the world. At first he did it out of curiosity, and then when it hit in, when it hit him, he was like, Ooh, I messed up. Yeah. Um and then that, that, sorry oh no, no 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 like i was just gonna say like that really had me i when i went into the movie like i assumed it was gonna be some you know oscar grabbing film you know they were trying to yeah i, I assumed that aspect mm-hmm. of it but when i saw almost everybody in hollywood trying to be attached to this project like mm-hmm. Um, and I like how the movie's approach is you, you don't know where you almost don't know where you're going to go. 
because yeah. it's like every single time it's it's jumping from uh it jumped from Robert Downey Jr.'s character at mm-hmm. first. And I didn't expect it to be about him. Cause it looked like they had just met, you know, for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh <laughs> then he just started uh hating him over time and stuff like that. But wow, I was like this this is real like it, it went from him to to uh silly uh Killian Murphy. Yeah. Um and I was like, wow, okay, this is really it's really good because it shows that Robert J. Oppenheimer wasn't really, you know, he wasn't a saint. No. Like no. not many, not really a lot of people were, you know, saints making this bomb, you know, but mm-hmm. I think that definitely. Uh, the cast attracted me. Christopher Nolan sometimes attracts me to the movies, but it it's really it's got to be special, you know what yeah, I mean. And yeah. if I have it, and if I don't see enough exposure of it, then I'm probably gonna see it on Netflix or something like that. Mm-hmm. Which, no disrespect to him, like it's really because of how it's how much your studio wants to promote this film and really do it, you know give it that exposure but yeah um but yeah like i won't interrupt you dude <laughs> no, no no i mean i think you're right like it's it, the casting in this is like darn near perfect and robert Downey's character you know you you listen to what he's saying throughout the movie because he's the big narrator like you're he's telling the story of what ha- he's telling his version of what happened um and he sees the world in black and white. So that's why his scenes are in black and white. Um, when Oppenheimer, he sees the world so different. Because if you even look, like, if you look at his eyes, when they start talking about the the bomb, you can see the explosions in his eyes. Despite, like, that, I thought that was a good artistic moment. Because you can see, like, his pupils were changing. And constantly moving, even when he has his like freak out moments or his anxiety attacks, where the 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 whole behind, back like his backdrop would start shaking and exploding. Um, and Robert Downey Jr.'s character, you know, if you look up that, I don't know his name. Uh, Lewis. Uh, Lewis just wanted to destroy Oppenheimer. Like he just, he just wanted to get to the top and while uh, destroying Oppenheimer and saying that he's a piece of trash and all this. Um, and then there's like a moment near the end of the movie where you, someone comes out. We're not. Gonna, I don't want to spoil it for y'all, but someone comes out and he changes that real quick. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's definitely a good historical piece that has a lot of emotions to it. Um, Florence Pugh character, that was a deep scene. Um, mm. And I don't know if you <laughs> notice, because a lot of people say, like, she was, she died of, uh, sorry for anyone listening, if you're sensitive to the next topic, please skip to the, a minute, I'll let you know when to skip. Uh, so skip now. Uh, when she could, we all thought, you know, she can committed suicide, but a lot of people were saying that she was killed. Um, we're back to talking about the crazy thing. Um, but her character is like, was just that was his vulnerableness. You know, she she understood him in a vulnerable state. Where his wife mm-hmm. kind of understood him as his real, like, she kind of had a balance uh, between him, but Florence Pugh character made him vulnerable. I can see in real life for sure that she might have been killed. Mm-hmm. I think in this movie, though, how they, how they uh, conveyed it, it was like she had she didn't know how to have how to deal with her feelings for mm-hmm. Oppenheimer 
and, and when he, you know, married man and stuff like that. And also he's so close to a government project and she's part of the communist, you know, mm-hmm. uh, party, you know, it's like, it was kind of like, I can't be with you and I can't tell you this. Why? Yeah. Yeah. T- tell you why. Uh, so it was kind of like, she definitely, like you said, like, I totally agree with that. Like they were in vulnerable points and mm-hmm. stuff in, in their lives, you know, and bad. Cause she did not like flowers. Uh, but even like her scene her last scene in a movie you know you saw a lot of like quick clips i literally looked at my friend and like did you just see gloves and she's like what and then we looked again and it happened again and i was like oh okay i see i I see what christopher nolan's doing there like like hinting like and you're like okay okay well, yeah, no, I definitely say uh, Oppenheimer is definitely go see it in the theaters. That is a theater movie. Yeah, I think if you ain't got the right, or at home, if you ain't got the right kind of stuff in your house, uh, look, just 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 try to get a, a like a sound bar for your mm-hmm. TV or something. Like you know, like that that. That has to be enjoyed in, in a special kind of format. So, yeah, definitely, I I'd give it like a, I'd probably give it like a eight and a half out of ten. No, yeah, same here. Um, uh, yeah, definitely same here. Uh, yeah, that's what we think I think about. the I think the only thing that I didn't care for was. Like and me being an IMAX there, making everything, you know, mm. it's it's a bigger picture, it's louder, but the music, like in the during the first half, yeah, it overlapped them talking, and I was like, Can you can you cut it to, I I get it, uh I get it, Christopher Nolan. You know, you have to have a busted soundtrack for uh-huh. for your movie. But I can't hear them speak, like you know. So it was kind of distracting a little bit. Uh, like I couldn't hear these guys at one point, and I'm like, "Bro, ain't nothing suspenseful even happening right now. They're just talking. Like you <laughs> cut cut it down." <laughs> um, that was like the only thing, and it would it would spurt out like it, yeah. the, the, it would like in in various moments in the movie. But yeah, that's the only thing probably. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Even speaking of that soundtrack, uh, this this the guy that does that did that soundtrack for Oppenheimer is it Hans did, Zimmer? No, Ludwig. I can't pronounce his go go run some. Oh wow, he the guy Wakanda. who did yeah Black Panther. He did <laughs> both of the movies. Yep. Yeah. This, this this guy is so he's worked with. He's worked with uh, Childish Gambino on uh, that uh, uh, "Awaken My Love." Mm-hmm. Like he, wow, he is fool. He is getting around. This man is popping up everywhere. He did. I might, I might take my rating back because <laughs> 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 uh, I'm he like, wait, it's lift him. Up, lift me up, but with Rihanna. Oh wow! And I'm like this. This man is just. This might be the new. Uh, Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer. Because I thought Chris Fadola, hey, uh, hi, let me get on. I think he retired. That's what happened. He retired, yeah. He stayed retired. I'm surprised. Usually, usually, if it's Christopher Nolan, that's his boy. You know, he'd be like, hey, Chris Fadola's like, hey, dude, you know, you got to you gotta come back out of retirement for me, man. <laughs> and Hans Zimmer's like, no. <laughs> Not today. I am tired. And I'm like, shoot. Oh no, he did. He come. He came back for Dune too. That's why he was busy. Wow! <laughs> Y'all be cheating on each other now. Uh uh uh. He's like, I'm done. And then someone's like, You want to do Dune? He's like, Ah, uh, fine. Whatever. No, he was about to say. He was about to say, Nah. And then they're like, well, WB was like, Throw that check in his face. <laughs> what? 
nine hundred million dollars. Okay. <laughs> that'll do. That'll do. That'll do. Um, but yeah, we gonna go right. to Barbie. Let's go to the next movie. Uh, why my face? Uh, we got Barbie. I love the movie. I I did the Oppenheimer Barbie showing one day. Uh, seeing Oppenheimer. You was you was you was Barbenheimer. <laughs> you I was Opera <laughs> Barbie, Barbara Opera Bar- Yeah, one of those things. I I watched it and I had a lot of I had a lot of fun. I thought the movie was great. Um, it, everyone's listening. It's not what you think it is. You're not just going on a Barbie adventure, and you're like, okay, whatever. No, nah, it is definitely a play on mental health. And finding yourself, um, or finding your identity, it's not for all the people who said it's to bring men down. It's not about bringing men down. It's about mental health and finding yourself. Come on now, Kennedy. Kennedy still not bringing men down. Um, no, I'm saying, I'm saying that's like uh, people are saying that, and yeah. <laughs> the Kennedy uh, thing is going around. Like I don't know. I thought it was. I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. I. I did. I. I wasn't. Uh, I'll say I wasn't like. I wasn't disappointed. I really had no expectation for the movie. Honestly, uh, mm-hmm. when it with no expectations, uh, I probably thought it was going to be good just because Greta Gerwig was attached to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's done like I Tanya and you know, like real indie movies and mm-hmm. to go from that to uh, a big, big franchise, almost franchise starting movie. Uh, like that's a big leap and some directors they crack under the pressure because it's a lot of expectations. There's a lot of studio, you know, studio would be like, hey, what, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> let, let's see that script or let's see how it's going and, you know, they'll be all up in it in your face and you might not be used to it, but I think they gave her room to, to work with definitely some amazing, uh, this was an amazing cast too. I would say, Oh yeah. Um, yeah. like, um, I want to say, yeah, Ryan Gosling, you had, um, that yeah, Ryan Gosling as Ken was really, mm-hmm. I didn't think that that was going to like, I didn't think I was going to like, people performances in there. Margot Robbie as Barbie is definitely like, I think it's, it took me a minute to think, fully think about it after watching Mm -hmm. it. But like, I was like, okay, this is good for her. I feel like this was definitely good for Margot Robbie because I've never seen her other than Harley Quinn. I've never seen her like a, a role where she, she doesn't need other people to, kind of bring her up and this one mm-hmm. it 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 definitely helps with her supporting cast but i felt like it was it was definitely mostly about her like and which is good and you could bring her up because to me that was like lead actress status uh i want to say yes uh, I, I agree with that so like if i didn't see her as that before i see it now you know um but yeah, uh, but you know, there was more people in the movie. Uh, you had Issa Rae, mm-hmm. <laughs> you had, um, you had who else? Uh, America Ferrera. She yeah. was the, yeah, she was the mm-hmm. mother in this. I didn't even think, I was like, oh, why haven't I seen her in a minute? She acting yeah. like a mom now? I was like, <laughs> I wasn't used to that, you know? She still so, looks so young. Yeah, yeah. That kid, that was like, whoa, okay. Uh, how they traveled to the world is very funny. Also, yes. yeah, I, I, <laughs> they did it about six times in the movie, <laughs> and it was funny each time because it's like the, Will Ferrell also in this movie. Funny is, of course, he just being there. If he says anything, it's freaking hilarious. Uh, I would say. My only my biggest gripe with the movie was Will Ferrell didn't need to be in the movie. Like he was funny 
his plot had nothing to do with the movie. <laughs> like it was there. You could have cut it and you would have missed anything. Or you could have had him in the beginning of the film, did his thing, stuff happened, and then we found him at the end of the movie. Like him traveling. I wish he was more was connected. Well, him traveling over there, they barely showed him. Like yeah. they would show and it took long for them. But everybody else, it took like five minutes. But they was taking like, because I was like, they did a dance number, uh, you know, Shang Shang Chi and uh, it was like <laughs> a whole day. At least like, two days to happen. Because <laughs> they they were fighting, then they did a whole uh-huh. dance number. Uh-huh. Then they were kind of resolving things, and then I'm like, where's Will Ferrell and the rest of the board guys? <laughs> They're supposed to be here by now. Oh, Michael Sarah was funny. Michael Sarah was, was funny. funny. Uh, Alan. <laughs> yeah. Alan, Alan was going through something. <laughs> He's like, dang, am I not going to leave? Uh. <laughs> uh, but it's, but it's definitely... I get I get what you're saying, though, yeah. with Will Ferrell. I think that whatever part he was in, though, I was like, it was funny. At least there wasn't too much of him. Because sometimes there can be an oversaturation of uh, someone like him, like in his uh, comedy ways. Mm-hmm. So, with there being uh, just enough, it was like just enough to where I was like, okay, you know, like it was it was decent. But I definitely give you that. Like, at one point in the movie, <laughs> like I don't get it. I was like, yeah, that that end when they were trying to come and tra- like the trailer back. Mm-hmm. to Barbie land it was like I don't get it are they heroes or are they the villains here <laughs> too <laughs> that's what I was like I, I didn't understand when they got there they had a weird shift in mentality but not really but kinda and I was like this is a weird story plot let's keep going um I didn't oh, and really our boy huh? our boy uh What's his name? Uh, what's Shang Chi's real name? Because I will call him that. Oh God, what is his name? Uh, I can't remember that man's name right now. Samu. Oh, Simu. Yeah. Simu. Simu uh, Liu. Yeah. He was great. Like him. Yeah, he did real good. There was a lot, like, again, like you said, there's a lot of people in this movie because Simu Yu is in it. Simu Lu. Uh, Nakuti Gawe. Uh, the black guy who's pretty much going to be the new Doctor Who. He's uh, going to be Doctor Who? He's the new Doctor Who. No, he's not. Yeah, he's a brand new Doctor Who. Is that the uh, guy from Secret Invasion you're talking uh, about? No, no, no. The other guy the, with the blonde hair. Oh, wow. He's okay. Yeah. I I didn't. Okay. I didn't peep that. I thought you were talking about Secret Invasion Bob Marley guy. Oh, that is That's... Kingsley Bendar. Ben Eddar? Eddar? Eddie? Benadir. 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 Uh, Kingsley Benadir. He's. Bob, he's also doing. You think about his career right now. He went from he's doing Secret Invasion and Bob Marley and Barbie movie all coming out in the pretty much months. Like, yeah. Um. Oh yeah, Ben uh, Bob Marley comes out. I thought Bob Marley came out earlier. It's not coming out until January, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, yeah, I think the cast was solid. Uh, that in Ken song battle sequence had me crying. Uh, even that With more that more than just a friend. <laughs> I was like, okay. Um, did not expect it too. I was like, uh, very unexpected. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like a Broadway performance. Uh, and also someone who, since I worked, worked at camp for half my life, the scene when they got the, the, when Ken got the guitar and they were singing in the fire 
to seduce the Barbies, I had me crying because I'm like, I've seen that in real life. I, I've seen them try to recreate, and you're like, stop, <laughs> stop. Like, once they get out the guitar, they playing that song, and when you watch it, <laughs> you'll know. Well, yeah. All right. So the next yeah. one. Oh wait, wait, wait. Uh, rating. Oh, rating, rating, out of ten. Uh, same thing as Bar- uh, Oppenheimer. I'll give it an eight out of ten. I'll give it. I'll probably give it an eight out of ten this time for this one. Last one was eight and a half for me, but uh, mm. this one I'll give. I'll give an eight. Um, I think that it definitely, definitely is funny at some points. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah the the cast was 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 good. Um, but yeah, I mean, no no movie is perfect. I think no. that there was probably some days they could have uh take cut for time. Uh, at some points, also forgot to say Kate McKinnon was funny as hell. Oh yes, uh, yes, yes. <laughs> I don't know. I forgot that one. She was. You left SNL for this. Thank you. <laughs> she get her props for this one. She got so much freedom to just to go crazy, and I was like, "Yes, yep." That that was that was funny. Her as the weird one, <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. But yeah, and also I think it's probably because I almost said seven and a half, but mm-hmm. I think that um, the PC thirteen rating is almost kind of like questionable just because like I feel like it was a it was a movie that didn't know whether it wanted to be this rating or this rating because at mm-hmm. some points it was kind of PG and I was like well you can take a kid to this but then there's some things that they say like in, like, in your face in your windows because it wasn't yeah. like under the cuff uh, that it was like PG-13 and I was like I don't know if y'all probably if y'all would have probably dedicated it to being PG, it wouldn't even been been that bad, I felt mm-hmm. like. Um and PG thirteen, if you were gonna kinda delve into that, then I don't know. It just felt like I didn't know where their minds were, where they were trying to really, really promote this movie. Like at least what direction it was gonna take with the rating system yeah. for it. So Definitely ain't R, and it definitely ain't G rated. But no, I think the PG thirteen rating worked because of the bouncing off the lines and the fact that they had the freedom to say whatever they want to say. Because I feel like if it was a PG, then it would be restricted on saying a lot of the like the jokes, a lot of end of windows. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I see kids, you know, little little girls go to this, and then they hear these words, and then you know, it's kind of like y- y'all need to kind of tone it down, because like, I, like I said, there's like little girls that went to this mm-hmm. as much as you know, uh, especially you know, I'm sure a lot of guys went to this yeah. too. I mean, it didn't it didn't matter, but. Definitely like the little girls. I would want them saying the stuff that they <laughs> said in the movie. That's all. I would want my daughter say saying some of this. That's stuff. fair. That's also fair. <laughs> but, yeah. but uh but yeah, that's it though for that one. Cool. All right, now to our comic book movie, uh Blue Beetle. Uh right off the bat, it's better than a flash. That's not a feat. <laughs> that's not, not. That's not a feat. <laughs> as soon as the credits rolled, that was uh, the opening credits. I was like, "Wow, this is better than the Flash." Whoa, it's crazy. Wow. <laughs> I mean, as soon as I got my popcorn, I was like, "Damn, this is better than the Flash." <laughs> I wait for my my for my food in the line. I was like, "Man, this is way better than Flash." <laughs> crazy. <laughs> My phone lit up and I was like, oh shit, it's Monday. It's better than the flash. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, man. But yeah, it's definitely what what happened? 
Like, did they just like, did WB say, you know what? We're going to leave this one alone. Did they say that? Because I mean, this movie was good. I was like, yeah, what? (laughs) DC, yes, this is what we want. Come on. Yes. Copy and paste. But of course, the box office is uh, whatever. People don't want to see it. It's whatever, though. Is it taken in the box office? It's it's not that much. Like it's number one domestically, but it's not taking a lot of money. Like it costs like what one fifty, one hundred to one fifty million dollars for the budget. Oh, one hundred and four million budget. Like, and it's not making how much is it making right now? Because I know domestically it sucks because it's at 25 million. I think it took in uh 10 million, 10 million right now. I don't get it, man. I really don't get it. It's slowly growing though. It's not, it's, I think this is a word of mouth by movie because it beat because they, they didn't um, market well, but. Come on now, Barbie, it's been in the theaters for a month. So that's, it's really like, wow, mm-hmm. finally something beat it. You know what I mean? Like, but it wasn't by that much. People have seen Barbie like at least over two times and oh, they yeah, were good. Yeah. And they were good after that. But, but Blue Beetle wasn't marketed as well as the other films, as uh, the other WB films. And I, yeah, I blame WB for that mostly. Yeah. Like they didn't market it right. No, um, I I agree with that. They this movie was a they threw it out there to see what happens. Um, it got good reviews. That's a big thing. Like it got pretty decent reviews. Um, so maybe we can get a boost at some point so they can make some money off of this uh and because i like robbie uh let's say robbie reyes uh you said robbie reyes i did (laughs) jimmy reyes um this man's still thinking marvel uh yeah yeah. (laughs) Uh, but no this this movie was so good and it's like the reason i think the biggest reason why it has such good reviews is because it's something different right like yeah it's kind of like the iron man thing someone wears a suit but you get a good family environment right you got his whole family is a big part of this movie so if you don't like families and superheroes don't watch this movie because it is look it's let them know it's shazam but written right like written very well like not even it's not even like that family dynamic because it's a whole different dynamic with this Mm -hmm. family it's it's so it's funny it's it's in your face like and and that's the family aspect of this movie i probably haven't felt this way about a a a family the uh, family since probably like uh probably since uh, i don't want to say sisters that probably says am one yeah, but yeah. like, like I said, like this was written way better, and also it was easier to juggle, like uh, a Latin, a Latino, uh, Hispanic family and stuff yeah. like that. Like it was so, so good. I, I, my, and as for the Blue Beetle thing that you were mentioning, like, uh, like, like he's Iron Man in a sense. Mm-hmm. Here's here's what my mom has said about it. <laughs> She said that it was like Spider Man. <laughs> it was like Spider Man, and it was like, but in the way he was talking to uh, Kaji Da, the the scarab. Yeah, it was like Ben Ten. Yeah. So I was yeah. like, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she 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 watched some of the stuff when I was growing up and stuff. So she she just but she not not saying it in a bad way. She was like. Mm-hmm. That was actually like she felt like it was something that she could kind of attach to, you know, as a viewer of this movie, you know. So, um, yeah, he was. Yeah, it's Iron Man, but it's also because I was even describing to people. I was like, 
Iron Man suit, mm-hmm. Spider Man, kind of with his age and stuff like that. But I mean, he's older I feel than like Spider Man, and you felt that he was older. Like oh, he yes. wasn't a super young kid. Like he's a just they graduated knew. college. They knew who they had. Uh, Sh- yeah. Sholo, uh, Sholo is such a he's such a great to me. He's it was it's nice to see that man grow because. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cobra Kai was my first exposure to him. And as Miguel, he played Miguel on that show and mm. uh, still plays them. They're about to go on their final season soon. But uh, him in this role, when they first announced it, I was like, yeah, yeah, he got it. Yeah. Like he's, oh, he's yeah. got this. Yeah. He about to kill it. Cause they ain't no, ain't nobody else. I probably would have thought to take that role. I wasn't even pissed or anything. Like it mm-hmm. was, that was him. Like, you know, he's Jaime Reyes. Oh, uh, and that was nice to see it all screen. It was nice to see and nice to see that because of him being kind of older already, because mm-hmm. if they probably got him when he was younger, uh, he would have been in high school. But I'm glad they kind of step out of that high school yes. aspect for oh once. God, yes. Yeah. Like, like this man already went to college, but as soon as you leave, what? Like you have the degree, of course, but it's like you gotta in this world, you gotta you gotta do more, you know, like then have the degree. You gotta apply for places, and then even then, you're not getting your entry level job, like that's gonna be paying you six figures or whatever, like that, just because you know you got that. So it, it was nice to see all of that mm-hmm. realism in the movie before we got to the superhero part of it. So. But you anyway, got, my bad. Yeah, no, no, you go ahead. Like, you, 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 you nailed it. Like, it's, it's one, the boy got bars. I went to tell you that straight up. I don't know if you, you heard him rap. I heard his song. Video. I saw her. I, like, I heard his song. <laughs> I was like, bro, got bars. Hold up. <laughs> I heard his song. I was like, oh, wait. <laughs> um, Yo. Yeah, that came out of nowhere. I was like, Oh, wow. <laughs> he's like this, this dude got barred I was like alright alright I'm here for it I'm here for it Um, so him and his bars the way he came at this role was amazing because he just he brought in something that DC needed you know like I'm glad I am so glad this is not a part of Zack Snyder's superhero family it like, definitely doesn't fit. It definitely it, does not it fit. It does not fit. And it does <laughs> and you can't say this is a Marvel film. This is a standalone superhero film that is good. And it has its own vibe to it. Like it doesn't feel like Marvel. Um it doesn't feel like Zack Snyder's. Excuse me. It really don't feel like the last the last back half of the DC catalog. Like it does, mm-hmm. it's, it's definitely like, or even Marvel in recent years, you know, it's like that. I'm kind of glad it was standalone too. Cause everybody was like, Hey, are there any cameos or anything like that in here? And he's like, and Cholo, he says, okay, uh, this is a standalone movie. Uh, mm-hmm. We don't really take those liberties like going throughout that, mm-hmm. but I know, and you know that that's where he ended it. But I noticed for a fact, Ted Cord, because I love how this this movie doesn't isn't afraid to show you all the history of past Blue Beetles yes. and stuff like that. I love that. Uh, but Ted Cord, he's I know he's I know they want him. He's mm-hmm. gonna be played by Jason Sudeikis. Jason Dakis. I want uh, that to happen so bad. Because because he's even said it in a interview, the director. He said, I want Jason Sudeikis to be to play Ted Cord. And mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, I saw in the picture, I remember uh I think in Jenny Cord's mother's uh in, uh paintings or whatever, it shows them and his face is blurred, but I could tell the outline of the face. I was like, I must be crazy. Because uh-huh. that that looks like it looks like Jason Sudeikis. They want they want him to to be that uh, Ted Cord character. But uh, see, even if they bring in Ted Cord, I don't want him in this movie right away. 
I really want, and Albert gonna hate this. They got to do a team up with Booster Gold. Like that's the movie has to be. Like the next, it yes! has to be a, a, <laughs> them two together because that that duo is so funny together. Um, Even when Booster Gold is around for freaking uh, High Bay, yeah. <laughs> They both still act kind of like children in a sense, but he tries to Booster tries to kind of mentor him in the right path, but it's like he's still got flaws too. Like he's still like he's still ain't shit. You know what I mean? That's so I, I definitely think that if they do it again, we have to get a Booster Gold and Blue Beetle movie together together and then them to jump into that world and try to mentor someone who doesn't really need the mentorship and they just goes this goes wrong <laughs> because that's how it is in the comics they them two together are just they're a menace because they're so funny and they just yes so goofy <laughs> yes they said i remember dc had said that they were going to well warner brothers not mm-hmm. dc uh it was when if you could remember all the way back to Arrow, uh, mm-hmm. the Arrow days, the early Arrow days, season two, season three was supposed to be a whole different uh, mm-hmm. canvas. Uh, not just the Suicide Squad being the main antagonist. They wanted that. But also, uh, Brandon Routh, who played uh, uh, the Ray Palmer version of the Atom. Yeah. He was actually supposed to be Ted Cord Blue Beetle. Yeah, he was yeah. actually supposed to be that, and yep. they didn't go through with it because that WB was restricting them so hard back then. Like, oh yeah, they didn't care for their TV shows at all. But they were like, oh yeah, well you can't have Ted Cord. Uh, you get you have somebody else. Uh, we're trying to use Blue Beetle in the future, and then they're like, um, okay. So they had to rework that, of course, but. They never, and even there were hints of Greg Berlanti, like they were trying to go to him to be like, hey, can you make a Blue Beetle and Booster Gold movie for us? That went nowhere. Like the development of that and everything just went in the toilet like so many years. And that was way back. That was like 2013, 2014. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it was like, yeah, it was like 2014, probably 2015 around that time. Because I knew Suicide Squad, they were like, no, we're going to use them in a movie, a future movie. WB said, hands off, don't don't use them. But they were going to, like I said, they were trying to hoard all the characters, yeah. but they didn't use them. Like, so it's it, it's weird how WB treated that in that era, in that time, you know, but now I'm glad that. And I don't even want to say this, but I'm like, I'm glad the TV shows are kind of done now because now we can try to, uh, we can try to get, like, we got this Blue Beetle movie and Jaime Reyes and everything about it was great. They involved the history of Ted Court, everything. Like mm-hmm. you said, just have him, um, like you said, just have him uh be in like a team up sense like i think that a blue beetle sequel would possibly have to team him up with uh booster gold or at least do a if booster gold is gonna have his own show maybe by the Mm -hmm. end of it he's teaming up with ted cord and we get to see that dynamic on his show a sneak preview of that and maybe that'll hopefully intersect everything uh, with a possible Blue Beetle sequel. Hopefully we get it. Uh, these numbers so. are crazy. Yeah. These numbers are crazy right now. I mean, it's insane how much... And people were saying that even the projections weren't even good mm-hmm. for its weekend box office. Like, WB, like, what do y'all want? Like, what, do you want failures or do you want successes? And I get it. You're do, dealing with the writer's strike, yeah. actor strike right now. But at the same time, you gave the Flash so much, so much press. But bad press and good press. But I will give it though. It's the it's the strike because they the the actor not allowed to produce to promote the movie. 
So if this they showed fell, up to the red, it, it it's funny. They they still show up to the red carpets. I no, think they that they just they leave after that. No, they didn't show I up saw, to the red carpet. I saw I saw Sholo at the red carpet. I thought they didn't do the red carpet. They, they was acting like they didn't. And they didn't allow to like, the red carpet. That's weird because I saw videos of him being in there, being on there, and then they leave. That's yeah. that's usually what the actors do. Like I saw him on his uh his Instagram. And uh because I remember he had said he wasn't going to, but when you sign those contracts, you're contractually obligated to show up at the red carpet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But but you don't have to stay. That's the thing. Like, you don't have to stay for the premiere of the movie. Yeah. So that's what they've been doing. Like, most of the actors, okay, my uh 30 minutes is up. I answered all these questions with these interviewers, all that stuff like that. I'm gone. <laughs> oh no, they didn't go. Yeah, they didn't go to the red carpet. What what's the source? What's the source, sir? Because I, I literally I'm saw scrolling down. It was a like, blue carpet. Because <laughs> I swear on his uh Instagram, it has him showing up to the red carpets. Even in London, he showed up to the red carpet premiere. We can look it up later, but um, because I'm I'm looking, I don't see anything with them in it. I thought that you're not allowed to go to the red carpets. Yeah, it looked like he went to the celebration party for the movie as well. Let's see, yeah, it shows him like right here. <sighs> You could see he hanging with the uh, hanging with the director at the red carpet or blue carpet. Oh, uh, I think that's something else. Because I'm looking at the blue carpet now, and they weren't there. It says they hit it. He was at the at the red carpet. Oh, that's weird. That's weird. See, we need we need to just go there and see if these people show up just for that. Yeah. The director's hey. there. I see the director, and he's walk because he he's walking around with a, a fat head of the main actor because he can't be <laughs> <eat> there. <laughs> yeah, but that's weird because yeah, like I remember because I yeah I followed him on Instagram and like literally on every on every sense of the word he was there, but he probably <laughs> was there for a little bit. Yeah, he might have not even been there. Away. Yeah. Because they can't talk to the press. I know that is a rule. They're they not allowed to, because promoting a movie. Yeah, so he probably barely talked to people. Maybe he talked to uh, a Latin. Uh, so some, uh, yeah. But anyway. So that, yeah. Uh, but the movie was is great. We didn't yes. go into like any true spoilers, honestly. This was kind of like a non-spoiler for the movie because mm-hmm. y'all need to go see it. Please go see it. Uh, really, there's even if you get spoiled, I feel like there's no like saying it doesn't really do it justice. You know what I mean? Like it, I feel like if you get spoiled at any point by by maybe a detail or something, it's not gonna like it's not going to lessen the movie for you because I think yeah. the movie is just a wild ride that you have to see and watch for yourself. Like, uh, but yeah, I almost just because man, I'll probably get that movie. A, I think it's almost the same as everybody else, but I, I'm going to yeah. give it a nine. I'm going to give it a yeah. nine out of 10. We give it a nine out of 10. I'm also going to give it a, 7.9 out of 10 because it wasn't as good as Barbie. Barbie, I think Barbie's a little better. Um, but there is some solid moments in that film, though. Like, I think the only thing is in terms of the who the bad guy is for both films for yes. me, and yeah. that was a write off, that was almost like a write off Marvel villain. <laughs> in the in the Blue Beetle movie, uh, mm-hmm. it, it was like 
It was like whiplash. Like, you know, it was like, <laughs> it was like, eh, okay. <laughs> you, you stuck with him as the villain. All right. Other than that, though, like, I think, uh, I think that the movie really does, because I want people to go see it. I'm going to yes. say nine out of 10. Yes, yes. I, that's why I'm saying that. I want people to go see. But, in a, in like a real one, I probably would have gave it the same as the other movies, probably like eight out of ten. But I really want people to see the movie because I don't think that <sighs> we need to give these movies, good movies, a chance. And mm-hmm. just just the fact that Flash got fifty five million and they wasn't satisfied, which that was a two hundred fifty million dollar movie, uh-huh. uh, but. <laughs> But like Blue Beetle just got washed up in the same and it's in the same gunk as every other DC movie mm-hmm. that's been coming out. And I think that that's not fair. Um, I think, it, yeah, it's just, it's just not fair. I so, fully agree with that. Like, I, I don't I think this movie is being hurt by the sadness between Marvel and DC. They're getting attacked. And I think that's the shitty part is this this movie is good on its own, but it's surrounded by Marvel doing okay, DC's doing so bad. And the movie I don't know about saying, Marvel doing okay too. Like that <laughs> I think it's okay. I like I know uh, uh Secret of Agent didn't do great, but I still think Marvel's doing okay. They're not doing the numbers like they used to, but it's still high enough. To keep making movies, um, Guardians Three is the only one that they the only success this year that they have like fully. Their TV shows have some their, their success is not like up there, but it's it's on the line. Like that, this was our review for Oppenheimer, Barbie, and Blue Beetle. We're definitely coming out with more movie reviews because we both like going to the movie theaters. Uh, we spend way too much money in the movie theaters because I gotta have my popcorn. <laughs> um, because the movie's bad, I'm shoving my face in popcorn and smacking myself like, what the heck did I just watch? Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no. Nah, uh, thanks everyone for listening to our podcast. Uh, this is coming out early. Then we should just probably come out tomorrow. Let's drop it tomorrow. Uh, but yeah, no. Nah, thanks everybody. We appreciate it. Deuces. Deuces.